The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, No disciple is above his teacher, no slave above his master. It is enough for the disciple that he become like his teacher, for the slave that he become like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more those of his household? Therefore do not be afraid of them. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs of your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. What is the best part of returning home after a long vacation? You know, I have enjoyed seeing our families and our parish post pictures on social media of their vacations, splashing on the beach, showing off their largemouth bass they just caught, or quietly gazing over the mountain peaks that raise their minds to God. But invariably, all families agree that the best part of returning home, no matter how enchanting their breaks were, is sleeping in their own beds. Their whole vacation, they sleep in other beds, like the story of the little old lady and the three bears. (laughs) The lady eats their porridge and then tries each of their beds. One is too soft. Another is too hard, but the third is just right. So too, on vacation, our parishioners sleep on some beds that are too soft and others that are too hard. Only when they return home do they find that the bed that feels just right. By the way, this is why I say that my vacation starts whenever our parishioners leave Fort Smith and leave me alone. (laughs) And I get to sleep in my just right bed every night. The first reading today is taken from the conclusion of the book of Genesis. That is chapters 49 and 50. In each chapter, the two great patriarchs, Jacob in 49 and Joseph, in chapter 50, express their dying wishes on where they want to be buried. They are, at that point, 
in Israel's history, living very comfortably in Egypt. Indeed, in the most luxurious part of Egypt, called Goshen. But where do Jacob and Joseph demand that they be buried? Back home in the promised land of Israel. Jacob says in chapter 49, Bury me with my fathers, Abraham and Isaac. And Joseph states in chapter 50, When God thus takes care of you, meaning frees you out of Egypt, you must bring my bones up with you from this place. In other words, both patriarchs saw their journey in Egypt like a long vacation. Indeed, a 430-year vacation. They had slept in many Egyptian beds in that centuries-long sojourn. Some were too soft when they were in Goshen, and others were too hard when they became slaves. But both Jacob and Joseph knew that there's nothing like sleeping in your own bed after a long vacation. And so they demanded that they be laid to rest in the land of Israel. You know, I have noticed a shift in thinking among many of our Hispanic immigrants regarding where to be buried in the course of my 26 years as a priest. In my first five years of ordination, if a Hispanic parishioner died, they always desired to be taken back to their home country to be buried, like jo jo Jacob and Joseph. They felt the need to be laid to rest in the land of their fathers. I suppose if any Anglo families were on vacation in Europe or South America or England and tragically died, we would also insist on returning to the U.S and being laid to rest in Fort Smith, not in some foreign land. But more recently, that thinking of our Hispanics has changed, and more and more are being buried here in Fort Smith. Perhaps they feel their vacation in America has turned into a homecoming, and they have found the beds here are not too soft or too hard, but just right. Today, many of our Hispanics travel on vacation to Mexico or El Salvador, and they cannot wait to come home and sleep in their own bed. Of course, all this business about where to be buried is secondary. What is primary is how we die, hopefully in a state of grace and receiving the sacraments of the church and they are remembered at the altar at Mass. One of my favorite vignettes in St. Augustine's book, Confessions, is when his mother Monica is dying, and Augustine and his brother are discussing where to bury their mother, either in Italy, where they happen to be, or their homeland of Carthage in northern Africa. St. Monica, unlike Jacob, and Joseph, who did not have the benefit of the revelation of Christ, chides her children for that conversation, saying, Bury my body 
wherever you will. Let not care of it cause you any concern. One thing only I ask you, that you remember me at the altar of the Lord, wherever you may be. St. Monica understood that our whole earthly life is one long vacation and that all beds here on earth should feel either too soft or too hard. Only if we rest in heaven will we find true rest and peace. That is why she wanted to be remembered at the altar at Mass. The best part of every vacation is coming home and sleeping in your own bed. Praise to be Jesus Christ.